Today we're chilling with Ziggy Alberts. According to Ziggy, his new album, Dancing in the Dark, was written and recorded in real time over the past year. So what does that mean? I wanna make this sweeter, baby. Can we make it personal? Mm. Real time in the sense of I didn't finish this album and start releasing it. Like we started with the first single, I believe, all the way back in maybe November last year. Right. And yeah, and so there you go. And that was kind of the start of it. I just had this concept of wanting to kind of write and record and release songs kind of like every six weeks. And that's basically what we've done every six or eight weeks since right. last year. And um, it's cool. It, the, the reason that it was incredible was the same reason that it was hard. Okay. It's It means the album is lively and it takes twists and turns and it's become something different to what I thought it would have been at the start. Right. But it was definitely a big challenge for both me and the team and to, to keep up that level of um, that level of release schedule while the album wasn't finished. Having that sort of release schedule, if you have the body of work already makes things easier, you know, okay. but yep. because the body of work wasn't completed, didn't even know what tra- the, the 10 tracks were going to be until a couple months ago. Ah. Yeah. When we finished it, you know. Um, so yeah, it's been a, a great experiment. And I think it's it's I mean, like particularly you're in New Zealand, is that right? You're in Auckland. I am indeed. Yeah. And so, like, you know, for example, we've had a huge radio support the last couple of years in NZ, and that's oh good. I think can be attributed to also being there in the public eye releasing these songs regularly, you know, has worked during this time where you can't tour. All righty. And so you you kind of labeled yourself as making future folk, <laughs> which I've heard of freak folk, but I haven't heard of future folk. So freak folk, tell me freak. what that I is. Like, I would like to be. I'd be like to be making freak folk. Um, <laughs> so I guess the concept of this album was just to yeah explore some you know I mean the sun and the sea one of the songs I guess that's maybe track five um, that I did with a Canadian artist Donovan Woods. I mean, you know, the line in that chorus being feeling like an outlaw living in a post-truth era. And I guess it's talking about today with some spins on how things could be in the future or might be, you know, um, right. if we continue down, you know, both utopic and dystopic paths. Um, I guess on a production level, we really try to focus on having our folky elements that were really natural, very, like, very raw, very processing. And then we had elements that like, if you turned off that master bus for the folk elements, it's like a dance track, you know, gotcha. like <laughs> it's, it's got a Juno synth bass layer and it's got, you know, heavily tuned backing vocals. And so it's not a new idea. I just tried to really make that juxtaposition um, apparent and lean into it for this record. You know, we, we are nowadays, I'm seeing the vinyls behind you. We are, using and doing crazy things in terms of production, what you can do, which isn't always right. Just because you can do it doesn't mean you should. Um, Right. Right. So we tried to just make really simple, folky raw recordings and take really um, relatively out there, particularly for my work, you know? And so I guess people like Bonnevere to me, I think he is like, he, he basically has defined future folk, you know, he's Uh been doing that for a long time. And, and so I'm not by any means, um, I don't think I'm doing something groundbreaking. I think I'm just, trying to find a better way to describe um, how this album was made and the intention and I guess the work of others before as well. Gotcha. Gotcha. 
Uh, one track I wanted to kind of touch on more about its lyric than its music is the, let's see, which one is Cinnamon Days. Seems to have a little political thing going on in, the, uh, in, uh, in your mind there. Do you care to uh, elaborate for us? We wouldn't be friends with office politicians Yet we let them make all the big decisions Good people are made of break bad laws May not look the part, but I'm a rebel with a cause Cinnamon Days Yeah, so I guess Cinnamon Days I probably wrote last year in the height Probably it was in relatively in the height of all the various lockdowns because I guess um I mean I think you guys would know this over in NZ because you've had pretty big lockdowns too. Sure. It was funny going overseas um just now. I was just in Portugal, um, England and South Africa. And uh-huh. it's funny how like despite being this um very worldwide economy and having access to most of the same information, like it was funny trying to explain to people they're like, wait, so you couldn't leave your country? And I was like, no. And like, oh, okay. And, and you know, I'm not sure what would happen in New Zealand, but like a stri- like a, there was Australians who couldn't get back home, yep. not convicted yep. criminals. Right. The people trying to get back home and couldn't get home for like a couple of years. Right. And, um, yeah, that to me is particularly unsavory um, because I don't think law-abiding citizens should be kept from being able to return to their homes. Um, so, yeah, Cinnamon Days is this kind of like funny. Um, it's... It is the future folk element of that, I guess, is like we actually, I won't say how, but we created this wind noise. Like there's this wind that flows in now underneath through the whole song. Right. And there's elements like that that I would have never thought to have tried to create before. Um, but that song, I mean, yeah, it's like, I guess a part of the point of this whole record and that song is you got this kind of fun, upbeat kind of folk songs. Right. And some of them being very like, la, da, da, da. and it's talking about post-truth theories or residents being treated like prisoners. And um, I guess uh, it's a nice way to incept uh, people's uh, <laughs> their thinking and like raise discussion, you know, um, right. to raise discussion about, um, about the various things that have happened and are happening. You know, none of, none of the topics I think are new in this album. I think there's probably just not many people, particularly in folk music, who are willing to. I mean, no one really wants to talk about protests these days. No one, no one really like. I look to people in the '60s and '70s who actually folk music. I mean, and you like. I think looking at the collection behind you, like you'd get it. Like folk music wasn't always about like dolphins and butterflies. Like it used to be about saying something. Right. Right. That's true. Yep. And that's Phil and Oaks whether, and Bob Dylan and all those guys. Yes those those yeah like proper you know i mean even like even uh, hilariously when you look to what bob marley wrote like I, sure. the more yeah. i look to it you know it's like you know he's got this very you know bob marley like who hasn't heard that in any karaoke or club <laughs> everywhere but in the heart of his songs you know um not for whether not for whether cinnamon days um is the most accurate or if Bob Marley's, you know, as in like, it, it, it's just down to the fact that like we need to as artists be able to express and potentially even look back on these lyrics in times to come and go, wow, that wasn't exactly. Beautiful thing about lyrics is that you can be wrong. Right. 
and you're not you're not holding you're not holding someone against the wall to listen to the music people can listen to that song and if they don't agree with what's in it they can turn it off and we don't have to fight each other over it we can just change change the channel yep yep so have you been engaging with people in discussions once the record's out about these songs and have you gotten into some interesting conversations not yet surprisingly um right. not yet i am i'm 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 super pleased like with cinnamon days is quite like a that tracks the a, like a not a surprising but i guess a lot of people have gone that's the song for me right like they've okay they've, that song struck a chord for uh -huh. some reason whatever it is um and so i haven't had any very interesting discussions yet but i'm open to them right so you're you're hitting the road um around november 19th is that correct for the tour Yep, I actually fly out in a week. I just looked at the calendar. I fly out in a week to head off to do a show in um, in Margaret River, a headline show, and then I start my tour with Jack Johnson, where I'll be um, uh, being his yeah main support act around Oz. Right. So, are you going to approach these shows differently than you would have had, say, three years ago? Absolutely. These shows are like some of the most, I basically have not done a support tour outside of supporting my friend on tiny shows to like 20 to 60 people right? eight years ago. And yeah. aside that, I've always done my own shows. And so this is a really unique tour for me. And uh, I feel, yeah, I'm just looking at how can I, how can I be the best support for Jack? That's what you're there to do. It's like, it's not my show, it's his show. Right. How can I, how can I, be the best support and so i'm lucky to have i feel like i've got really good mates of mine who've done my supports over the years for big venues you know and um and like i'm like hey like, what's what's the go and it's been really it's been cool it's been really really cool i um i look forward to the shows it's also funny timing that i'm speaking to you in auckland because i just checked and it was it's as far as um listenership goes it's this this, the number seven city in the world for my music. Oh, as far as like for where for where my music's played. Right. I looked just last night, and it's funny that we're having this conversation today because I just sent a message to my managers last night. I was like, we need to go to Auckland for a show because there was, you know, twenty two thousand monthly listeners on one on Spotify alone. And I was like, right. man, I can't, I can't wait. I've ironically for as close as New Zealand is, and I've had beautiful surf trips there over the years. I've not played that many shows there. And this last two or three years, obviously, has put a real stint in that timeline. Sure, um, yep. But, man, I look forward to coming back and playing shows in NZ because it's so close, yet it seems like uh, I've played more shows in Europe than New Zealand. And ah, well. I think, and that's going to change. <laughs> okay, very good. What's it, uh, When was the last time you were just in Europe, were you? Or? So I was just in Europe. I was just in Portugal and England. It was like three weeks ago. Right. It's been like we're doing press. Um, I went and recorded at Abbey Road, which was really exciting. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, it was. It was a real. Uh, it was a real. Less. It was like it was really funny. It was the guy was showing us around, and he's like, "Oh yeah, like this is where like, this is where stereo happened," and we were like, "Oh." <laughs> right oh like like oh this is you know and it was yeah. it was it was wonderful i don't know if you've um had the chance to go and check out that place but it was just like so cool just to walk through it and right. um so that's i went over there i played another i played with some did some signing and played a vinyl store called rough trade which was again like just such a iconic thing for music there in london um yep. and 
yeah, it was an awesome trip. It was a whirlwind. I went and toured South Africa for the first time, and that was on the same trip just now. And I went and toured South Africa, did three shows there, yeah. um, which was awesome. Sold out. Um, right. The people were really cool. And it was, yeah, like a, a big cultural experience, that's for sure. And yeah, it's just been a crazy, it's been a crazy couple of months. I flew back in and basically the album came out the next day. And, um, and now I've got a week and then I go back on tour. There you go. Now I see in addition to kind of running your own record label, which isn't that unusual these days, you also have some kind of publishing book publishing thing happening. What's that all about? Yeah. So in 2020, I released a poetry book, um, ah. which is really different to really different to my lyrics as far as like, they don't cross over that much. And yeah, we looked at different distributors to do the, um, the book through and it just made sense to kind of do another independent branch through common folk um, and do, do that, I guess. Um, yeah, I can't, I definitely, although I still am, I still do direct the label. I, I can't take credit for both the label and the publishing house. Like we're now, I'm so I, I'm in this, I'm in the storage room because, because <laughs> because we, we, we've outgrown our office, you know, and so I, I must give credit to, the, um, I must give credit to my my family and my friends who now well I think like an eight or eight to ten person team full time, which is crazy. And this year, um, this year has been a big step forward. And actually, it is actually running like a label now. And you know, uh -huh. yeah. it's and I have never been. It's really strange to go from being the most involved person ever, like I was, did everything myself, fully independent, drove myself to shows, set up my own things, did all that, and it's funny coming full circle to now having, you know, this eight person full-time team who's managing my mess, you know, gotcha. <laughs> my job, my job now, I don't think I direct things. I think I just create a bit of chaos and then I smoke bomb out of there, you know? <laughs> All right. Now one, one other track I wanted to touch on, especially there's a music video attached to it is uh, the last track rewind because it got kind of a jazzy vibe to it so yes tell me, tell me what's going on there singing that song that last time over and over don't get us stuck in a rewind make love and write poetry too mm. it's really it's really funny i like for me it was a, a breakthrough song for me personally yeah. because like i love I love Bossa Nova. I love the kind of, I love the jazz, jazz crossover music. For me, like, yeah, I'm a big personal fan of it. Um, and I was listening to an artist called Banks and sure. she's kind of this like, gothic. She's beautiful. She's this like kind of gothic pop. I don't even know how to describe her music, but she's insane. And she's got an amazing song called Someone New. And I was like, right, I'm going to, I'm going to figure out how to finally play some simple, you know, three, three finger chord jazz chords. And, um, you know, if you can call them that, I don't even think you can quite call those jazz chords, but it is one of my favorite songs on the whole album because it's like an actual branch out for me, even though it might be quite simple in terms of its bossa nova in bossa nova terms, it's a very simple song but it's a bit of a quantum leap for me because like I'm so folk orientated. And so to even hear that progress, to hear those progressions and sing, it's just like, yeah, it was a lot of fun. And I'm massively a big fan of Wes Anderson. Uh -huh. um, and, uh, and what was the, 
The French Dispatch was his recent song. Uh, song, his recent movie. Uh, movie. And I watched that movie in the middle of making the album and inspired the music video. To do the music video, that was very tongue-in-cheek. And, right. like, it's, <laughs> I mean, hugely, like, undoubtedly, it's a big nod to him and the sort of humour. And to me, this, oh, my gosh, that filming day was just... I don't even know if people it's it's funny like I think it would be quite a flip like potentially for you to have watched that to see that music video from the rest of the surfing folky stuff then you've got this kind of yeah it's out there but it's nice <laughs> it's just nice to push your nice to push yourself and I think it's an, someone I was just on an interview with just before um she described it as she was like I walked into a different room gotcha yeah you know, well that's a good way to put it yeah yeah, particularly after track nine, which is, you know, this is like, it's like a quite a pretty sad, like it's a, a quite an emotive song. Yep. And to kind of get thrown into that song and then walk out into this room where it's like it comes in with an ocean sound and then you just, <laughs> you know, and I guess um, it's just wonderful to be six albums in and like still finding new ground because that's the scariest thing is you're like, how can I find new ground? Right. You know, there's only, I mean, there's only so many chords and um, and that's just to say that, like, how can you personally find new ground? And that last song for me is, and it's like, it's fun, it's frivolous. And I think it's a great way to end what is otherwise, like, can be, if it was ended, if it ended on track nine, it'd just be a very sad way to end the album. Right, right, right. Yes. You know? Very sorry. <laughs> Very good. All righty. Well, that, that explains everything. Uh, hopefully you'll get yourself over here now that things have loosened up and you're able to be let out and let back in again. So Yes. We're free now. Um, yeah, absolutely. I'm like to anyone who's listening um, in Auckland, like who I would absolutely assume there'd be a fair few people listening to this in Auckland. Like, thank you for your patience. I am like deeply looking forward and hilariously last night, not even knowing that I had this interview today, I turned up to the office I was like, girls, we need we need to get back to New Zealand and and Auckland. Auckland, like I said, is a huge part of my music journey. So I'm yeah, looking forward to coming back and be able to play a show. Very good. All righty, let's make it happen. Thank you very much. Have a great day. Thank you. We'll Take see care, you. mate. Bye bye.